I've never actually read the book that's called Eating the Frog, but the whole concept is based on my understanding, limited understanding, is just around doing the task that's most valuable first in your day so that it's not eating at you throughout the rest of the day. And I have a couple of really wild stories that if I didn't have video footage, you might not actually believe me that they happened, but I'll share how frogs have actually come in to be messengers for me <laughs> in times. It like key milestones in the last couple of years creatively. And I'm sharing this because I recently had a conversation with a client who was tempted. She had the data herself, and this is happening with a lot of people that I'm talking to, clients and potential clients and people considering the trimester of awesome, and kids are going back to school at the moment, you know, that I'm recording this. And so people are finding themselves with more time to spend on the stuff that they've been telling themselves they want to spend more time on. For example, if you are wanting to build a business, if you're wanting to work on your book, if you're wanting to create that course finally, whatever it is, and you are the primary caregiver, so you had kids all summer and now they've gone back to school and now you have say nine to two at least a couple days a week I want to warn you of the danger and I've talked about this before of rolling around in white space first of all because you tell yourself you have all day and then you're just going to like piddle around and beat yourself up if you don't actually do the most valuable task which honestly if you go back to our message in the insider library called the sacred pomodoro you don't actually need all day that's just the way that work air quotes has been structured in our modern society but that's not actually necessarily how it needs to work you can also visit naptime empires on profitable priorities that's kind of where i'm going with this okay back to the client story so she wanted she had the day and she's like okay <sighs> I have all this time to myself. I'm just going to focus on, well, what I do, for example, I'll use myself as an example, clearing the house. Like I have an empty house right now. Kids are gone. Husband's out of the house. So it's just me all day. And there's so many things because physical energy is a big value of mine. There's so many things I could do. Declutter this you know, take the fruit snacks out of the box at the bottom of the pantry, put them here, reorganize the Ziploc containers or whatever. And I do honestly love those things, but they don't fully bring me to life. Those are like, mm, you know, ranked maybe number three and four of most valuable things that I could do with my time right now based on my values set. But what actually brings me to life the most is sitting right here, on my circle rug in my closet to record this message for you and share this insight in hopes that it shakes something loose to you. So that's why I'm doing this. I did do a little tidying, don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna like hide in those things all day because I know when my head hits the pillow, I'm gonna feel more complete, more fulfilled if I can fill in the little heart bubble for my creative expression slash business activity. And that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what I challenged my client to do. And this is probably a separate episode on the difference between friendship and like a paid coaching, consulting mentor role. Because I was like, look, you can do that. Absolutely, you can do that. And it'll be a beautiful thing because you're creating this home and this space for your family. And I know that you're going to love having your house how you want it. But also, 
I was flashing forward because I've had this conversation with myself in my own brain so many times. And I was thinking about how was she going to feel at the end of the day when her head hits the pillow, pillow talk time. And she didn't do the one fun, comfortable action that I knew was on her heart and mind. So I was like, you could do that. Absolutely. And you can say that and, and you can justify it and you can talk yourself into that for sure. And you can talk yourself out of taking that inspired action that air quotes. Again, it's just such a gross expression. Eat the frog air quotes, expression. <clears throat> you could talk yourself out of that and you can make so many great excuses. I know because I've made them all. Or you could take 15, 20 minutes to do that one thing that you know would move you forward and help you feel sparky and alive and inspired and a, a little bit exhilarated of like, whoo, yeah. It was fun, comfortable, but I'm so glad I did it because I've been talking about it in my own mind for so long. You could also do that and then let that energy zing and that extra charge then carry you through turbo mode for the rest of the day doing the stuff that you know you'll do anyway. Like, you know, you're going to do that stuff because it's your comfort zone. It's it's your pre-existing habits. You know, you're already going to do those things. It's It's going to happen no matter what. But you hired me and you're paying me not to be your friend and cheerleader and comfort you and say, yeah, that's a great plan. Go live your life exactly as you would have lived it before you hired me. You hired me and you're paying me to hold you accountable to yourself, not to me and whatever I think you should do, but you're actually paying me to hold you to your own standard of getting fun comfortable for your hashtag on her terms lifestyle that you know you want to create. The version of you who does the thing because this comfort zone, air quotes, is really effing uncomfortable. Oh, there's a message. And that's what I'm going to do. So I was like, you can be mad. <clears throat> you can be mad at me. <laughs> I don't, like, it's okay. You don't have to like me. But you're paying me to help you get a result. You're not paying me to help you stay comfortable and for nothing to change. So take that on board. And she did. And she did the thing. And just as predicted, we were like giddy and squealing in the boxer, <laughs> the boxer thread because she did the thing. And now she's getting beautiful results and feedback, most externally, sure. But most importantly, internally, she was seeing and sensing and feeling the physical result that comes with taking that fun, comfortable action, that frog air quotes action. And that is what we want to do because we're just rebuilding trust and confidence in ourselves. Like, okay, when I take this action, I'm not, I didn't die. I did the thing. It was scary. And ultimately like that's our core base human fear, animal instinct. It's like, am I going to die <laughs> if I do this? And she didn't die. She didn't die. She actually got beautiful feedback externally and internally that it's safe for her to take this fun, comfortable action. It's safe for her to follow through on her inspiration. And she still got all the other ish done that she wanted to get done. Okay, so if you want to hear the frog stories, what happened was I was planning to self-publish or aiming to self-publish the Naptime Empire's book in 2020. I was trying to see if I could get the book out before Noe came out. <laughs> she was born two years ago this month in September of 2020. And I didn't end up doing that, but I was like, okay, you know, as long as I'm moving it along. And I had this one round of edits that I had been sitting on for the longest time. And so she was about to, you know, we were literally like within the week before her due date and I knew she could come at any time. 
and I had done all the other nesting things because those were safe and easy, but actually sitting down to work through developmental edits or line edits, actually, I think at this point, and now I'm still like rewind back into a less developed manuscript. But back in 2020, if I was moving it forward to self-publishing, I had these line edits and I was avoiding them. And I had had a great talk with my friend Jen Kim literally that day around like, just do the thing. You know, what if noise just waiting for you to do the thing and that's it, like that's the final piece. Then your water breaks, boom, as soon as you send the edits back. Um, but what's really gross is that, <laughs> this is the frog story, that we were outside. I don't know what we were doing outside, but we were on the driveway. Kids are climbing on the cars and things. And we have some trees in our front yard and we heard this weird sound and we were like, is that a squirrel? Like what's happening? And um, come to find out it was a snake trying to, Again, this is gross. So if you don't, if you're squeamish about frogs and nature and National Geographic, the snake was freaking eating a frog or trying to. I think the frog got away. I want to say that. That's what I'm going to say. Like, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But it was the snake and the frog making this weird noise. Like, what the F? How is that a thing that literally I'm having this conversation with my friend about this one fun, comfortable task that's going to move me forward. I'm avoiding it by doing literally every nesting activity I possibly can. And then we have this National Geographic scene of, of a snake trying to eat a frog, literally happening at our doorstep in the front. Okay, so that's gross, but I have a better story recently that happened related to this trimester of awesome where <laughs> it was kind of rainy. Again, we have trees. I pick up my kids from school, we're walking into the house. I feel like it's a large, juicy, beautiful water droplet that falls on my head. And again, you know where I'm going with this because we're talking about frogs. I walked into the house, you know, all three of my kiddos walk into the house and then a frog jumps off of my head and into the office. If you don't believe me, message me somewhere and I will send you a picture. It, Literally, it wasn't water. It was a frog. It was a freaking tiny, precious little green frog that literally hitched a ride from the front porch pathway onto my head and into the front door of our house. <sighs> I was freaking out. I know that it's not going to hurt me, but I could hurt myself trying to get away from it. But I was the only parent, so I'm going through all the things of like, what am I going to do? So it literally jumped off my head, and then it jumped in through my office door, and it literally, like was hanging out on one of the four legs of my chair at my desk. And what was on my desk? A list of names of people to reach out to and to personally invite to the trimester of awesome. Like that was literally the task that I was avoiding. <laughs> literally the frog of all the places and all the directions that it could have jumped from the 180 degrees available once we stepped into the door, the frog then jumped onto the chair. Yeah. So I'm just saying there's something to this where, as my friend Suze calls it, team other side, I'm like, okay, got it. It's time for me to take my own fun, comfortable action and reach out and have these conversations. And side note, if you feel like you should be on that list of personal invites and you really would love to talk to me about it, then just reach out anywhere. Don't be shy send me a DM or respond to an email or click a link. And even if you're listening to this in the future, still you're invited to do the same because I'm sure I'll be offering something else. Even if it's not the trimester of awesome, let's talk if you're curious about how we could work together. <sighs> All that to say, taking that fun, comfortable action, first thing, 
in that first hour of availability. Again, go back and listen to the sacred Pomodoro message or the profitable priorities one over on Naptime Empires. Because if you pretend like you have all day, you're going to take all day and about probably 90% of the time you're going to be mentally beating yourself up over avoiding this one thing. No matter what the result is externally of you acting on that one thing, I want you to notice how it feels internally when you trust yourself enough to do it. You will get a zing. It's like whenever you plug in a laptop and then the screen gets a little brighter because it's got the charge, you're literally in charge of your energy when you take that take that action and it doesn't have to take a long time and if it would take a long time then break it down even more because you're lying to yourself to make an excuse like i don't have enough time yes you do for the one thing that you could do in 10 or 15 minutes and i'm telling you this with no freaking judgment because this is what i'm telling myself too but i'm on the other side of it building momentum instead of sitting and thinking about it and feeling uncomfortable not taking the fun comfortable action so I'm just like a few steps ahead to be like, dude, the water's fine. It's okay. The frogs aren't going to hurt us. <laughs> They're actually cute when there's a little bit of distance between you and them. So anyway, that's it. That's the tweet around the, the frog themed. It's not about productivity or we could redefine productivity because it's around fulfillment and self-trust. It's not about what you're producing for anyone other than yourself in terms of your energy because when you feel energized you're naturally going to be more generous that's going to spill over to the people in your home in your community in your business so if you could literally take your power back i'm saying i think this is the way so give it a go and let me know i, I would love 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 to hear how it goes when you like truth and dare yourself to take the action. And if you need a little professional assistance, that is what I'm here for. So click the link for whether it's trimester of awesome, if you're listening to this in time, September 2022, or whatever else is happening at the time in the future when you listen to this, I would love to help you get out of your head and into inspired action. It doesn't have to take long. You already know what the action is. So give it a go and see what happens. All right. Talk soon. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me, and two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60, to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally, and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers, and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself, hi! My name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.